Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the Balance One Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm so happy that you're here. And I am thrilled about today's guest, Mystic Michaela. This is someone who is a true soul sister of mine. You'll hear in the episode, we just had so much in common. We were bouncing off of each other and I have never had the pleasure of having an aura reader on the show before. So this is a really big deal. I feel like I've known Mystic Michaela for a very long time, but we only met for the first time when we did this podcast. However, I feel like I know her because I follow her very closely. And I told her this in the episode so you guys will hear. But whenever I pop off and onto Facebook, which is not very often, I do notice Michaela's Facebook group because it is popping off to the point that I've never seen anything like this. People commenting by the hundreds about their aura colors and what color they resonate with and they want to get Michaela's advice or even Michaela's fellow audience members advice on different things in their life. And it's just a really beautiful community. We have one of those over on Facebook for Soul on Fire, but I admittedly, I just am not really on Facebook enough to kind of administer the whole thing anymore. But I am just blown away by the amount of people who look up to Michaela and who resonate with her. And it's such a testament to her talent. And I had to start by saying that because she knows what she's talking about. She walks the walk. She is a fourth generation psychic medium and she specializes in reading people's auras, which are the colors that are around us in our aura from our life force energy. So she also has developed a system of aura colors, which we talk a lot about in this episode, where each color represents a specific type of person and personality traits. And there are a bunch of different combinations because each person has two colors. I think everyone has a dominant color and a secondary color, of course, because you're going to listen to this and then you're going to want to figure out your aura color. We have linked her BuzzFeed quiz in the show notes, which is just a quick easy but very accurate quiz to figure out your aura color, most likely based off of the way that Michaela works. 
And I took it before we did this interview. And I got turquoise. And Michaela did a reading on me. And I'm turquoise yellow, which is interesting. I'll tell you a fascinating story in the episode for any skeptics out there because Michaela actually did a blind reading of me many years before we ever crossed paths. So she had no idea who I was, but it matched up with what she said in this podcast. So I like to kind of cover all the bases because there are skeptics. That's fine. We go deep on this show. We talk about energy psychic work. What we talk about here with energy, I always try to preface this because I'm not trying to convince anyone or cross anyone over to the spiritual side, but there's a lot of science about frequency and the vibrations all around us. If you look into Joe Dispenza's work, you will start to learn about that and how we can simply heal ourselves through thought and the power of the mind and the power of frequency and energetics That also has to do with our auras and with neuroplasticity and the energy field around us and far beyond us as well. So I like to kind of say that because auras have something to do with that. They are the energy, the force field that protects us and surrounds us. So Michaela is such a gift. She's been doing this work for a long time. She is a celebrity aura reader. She has been seen on The Real Housewives of Orange County. And we did something really fun in this episode at the very end where she did a celebrity reading on a bunch of different celebs and Bravo Housewives that I threw out at her because both of us, me and Michaela, are huge Bravo fans. I heard her talking about it on her podcast. And you guys know I am notorious for saying spirituality and reality TV go hand in hand. Not everyone may agree with me, but the reason I feel that way is it's just such a nice form of escapism to watch other people's lives. And I think for people who are intuitive and those of us who are writers, it's just so fascinating to see how other people live. So I'm a huge fan. And that was a really, really fun part of the conversation. So with that, I will get into my TBB tip of the week before we head into this episode with Michaela. By the time this comes out, I will be soaking up the sun with my family in Hawaii, which is a much needed trip. And we're taking it quite late because we got sick in June and we were not able to go and we're going now. So I'll update you guys because I talked about the enzyme and probiotic cleanse that I did last week. And when I recorded, I was on, I think I was on day two. So I just wanted to give you guys a little update because I did a cleanse called the Zen cleanse, not sponsored in any way. And I got a lot of questions about how it went with the enzymes and probiotics. And technically it's very low on food for seven days, but I ended up incorporating food again after the third day. So on the fourth day, I started eating food and just had to listen to my body. I always tell people if you're going to do any kind of cleanse or detox or even the celestial diet, which I created, I recommend making it your own because all of our bodies are incredibly different. But what I loved from the Zen cleanse and what I'm going to make my tip of the week is all the fiber. So there is a fiber drink that you drink like 10 times a day on the first day that has psyllium husk and apple pectin and a bunch of other fibrous kind of powder in there that's incredible for pulling stuff out of the digestive tract. I know this is not TMI for the TBB audience and it really worked for me. And I highly recommend after doing this, just adding more fiber into your life. I'm going to be adding more fiber into my life. This is such a simple tip but I would love to do a full episode on a topic like this for gut health, 
digestive health. It's something so many of us struggle with. I opened up my DMs the other day and honestly, half the questions I get sometimes are just about gut health and bloating and how to manage it and how to deal with parasites and all these not fun things that come along with chronic illness. So highly recommend adding some kind of psyllium husk fiber powder into your daily life. I know that We Care, the spa that I go to in Palm Springs has a really good one if you want to check that out. And also... I have so many more updates for you guys about the cleanse. And it taught me a lot about routine and ritual in my life and where I really, really want to step it up because it's time. It's time for me to step it up so I can really bring to life all the creations that I'm ready to bring into this world. So with that, I could talk on and on about that all day. I want to get into this episode with Mystic Michaela, all about auras. I hope you guys enjoy and I love you so much. So yeah, I was sending your husband photos of my husband and my son earlier because I was like, we we actually have to know everyone's aura. Like now this is going to become my obsession. So hopefully we can get into it. I know how talented you are. And we were just talking about all the crossover fans that we have. People are obsessed with you. Oh yeah, people are obsessed with you. So like, I've been getting... For years, you you gotta check out the balance line. You gotta check out. So I was like, oh, okay, and I was like, I'm like, oh, I totally. I feel like we kind of hit the same thing, which yes. is unity and like really telling people listen to yourself and what feels good for you. So I feel like that's kind of our our collective vibes. So we we have a lot of crossover peaks. We do. I spent the morning listening to your podcast, and I felt so aligned with you. I felt like we are a soul family and the way that you and your husband talk to each other, because I listened to a bunch of episodes that you did together, reminded me so much of me and Jonathan. You guys are funny together. You're silly together. You have this banter back and forth that's so fun to listen to. And then also the way that you said that you have to translate what your husband says in public, that's me and Jonathan. He will speak. Jonathan will speak. And I'm like, this is what he actually meant to say. <laughs> it's what we do. I think when you know someone so well and you've been with them so long, like you know what they mean to say, but sometimes, and I think, well, you probably have this too with your, with your husband, Jonathan. It's like you have your own secret energy language together. And so when you go out in the world and you start talking to other people, they don't hear you the way you hear each other. And one of us is more perceptive of that, perhaps. Exactly. That feminine energy is is unbeatable when it comes to perceptiveness, but also I'm sure it has a lot to do with aura colors and all of that. So I'm really excited to get into it. Just before we get into all of it, because we're going to go so deep, tell everybody what you do and who you are. Everyone who might not know you, although I'm pretty confident everyone knows you. Well, my name is Michaela. I go by Mystic Michaela. And I just have always seen colors around everyone since I was little. I didn't know it was what it was good for. Honestly, I just, it's kind of like smelling or any other sense. It was just there. And I didn't know what to do with it. So I just kind of like, okay, whatever. And I went and lived, you know, normal with quotes around life. And I got my bachelor's and master's and I was a Spanish teacher, middle school teacher for a while. Wow. And yeah, and I was like teaching the kids and I was like, oh, wait a second. Now these aura colors, I know what I can use them for because different aura colors, I realized, 
learn differently. So like red kids love competition, whereas the purple kids needed more artistic crafts to grasp the language or yellow kids needed more grammar based. So I try to differentiate construction based on their aura colors. But then I'm also, and I didn't know what this was at the time. I was, I've always been sensitive, right? Like, oh, you're so sensitive. And, and it was something I was ashamed of and I would try to cover up very ineffectively. But now I realize. It's a superpower. I think a lot of, our, you know, you get it, your listeners get it. And that's why I think you and I are both so passionate about explaining that to people. But I was getting more than just their colors. I was getting, what is that feeling? Like getting out what's going on at home or getting like soul messages, and soul contract messages. Or, and kids are fine. They're very authentic. But then when the parents would come in for meetings, oh my gosh, then I'm getting like all the adult stuff, which is layered. So it got too much. Like I outgrew it is really what happened. And mm -hmm. I wanted to do more. I come from a psychic family. My mom and her brother are actually practicing mediums. They don't do aura stuff though. So I never wanted to be like them because it's weird. To me growing up, it was like a lot of negative attention. And when people didn't believe it or there were skeptics, it hurt my feelings mm -hmm. and it made me upset for them. And it made me feel like people thought I was a liar too, or something like that. So I was very sensitive to it. So that was one of the things I had to overcome, you know, taking in what other people were feeling and thinking and thinking it's true. Yeah. And I was like, I have to, it actually became like, like a crisis for me. I, I have to do this for people because auras, just the way I see energy around colors when you know kind of more about who you are you can make better choices that reflect your best interests not what you think you should do and that's all auras are for me Okay, guys, let's talk about one of my favorite products, which is something that I take literally every day. Talk about TBB wellness tips. And that is AG1. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better gut health. First of all, I wanted more energy and I wanted an optimized immune system. I don't get that much sleep these days with the baby. So anything that will give me a boost of energy and also boost my immune system is my best friend. This is so easy. You just put one delicious scoop of AG1 into whatever you want, your water, your smoothie. I usually just mix it with water. And when you do that, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it probably most definitely will fit into your life. It contains less than one gram of sugar. So there's no nasty additives, chemicals, or GMOs. It's also affordable. It is cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's less than $3 a day when you add it all up. And it is also recommended by professional athletes. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and a free travel pack with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash blonde. 
Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash blonde to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Let's talk about therapy. I think you guys know I started therapy as a child and continued it into adulthood. I am a huge fan and supporter of therapy and anything that we do to take care of ourselves and also just take better care of our hearts, our minds, our brains. How we take care of our minds affects how we experience our life. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping our minds healthy. So BetterHelp Online Therapy offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I think it's a really nice alternative to in-person therapy, and it's also a lot more affordable. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and I just think therapy is such an amazing way to talk about how we're feeling with an unbiased person. I hope everyone has someone in their life that they love, who they can trust, who they can go to with anything, but even then, most opinions that we get are biased. So that's why I love therapy and I love talking to a therapist for an unbiased opinion. RTBB listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash balanced. That is better, H-E-L-P.com slash balanced, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D. And if you want to hear more about my personal therapy experiences, let me know and I can do a solo episode. But in the meantime, check out BetterHelp. I love you guys and back to the episode. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am Divorced Not Dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. Mm-hmm. That's such a good description of auras because I feel like that's the perfect place to begin. What even is an aura? And you just described it. It's the energy around someone. And it's such a gift to be able to see those colors. And it's interesting that you come from a family of psychics and you still felt really not sure of what to do with your sensitivity. I feel like that's important to talk about because so many people listening are super sensitive. They don't necessarily see it yet as a superpower. And you were raised among psychics. So that's a big deal. I mean, this was your soul's path. So you stepped into it, I'm sure, in the perfect time. And when was that, that you stepped into it? How old were you? That was right around, I was 20, hold on, seven. It was right around when I had my first baby. And I knew, you know, I think when you have, you don't have to actually have a baby to go through something like this. I think there's a lot of ways to have moments in your life where you come up against your identity. And for me, that was it. It was like, hmm, because you're already questioning everything when you have a kid, but there could be like a lot of different, I think that was really when my walls were so down and I was so open to it in lots of different ways that I was like, okay, let, let's, there's something to this. Mm-hmm. Things don't happen overnight though. It took a couple of years for me to even understand what my path was going to be or my mission. I just knew that this was something, but I didn't have any organization over it yet, which I feel like a lot of people can relate to. Like, you know, you don't want to do what you're doing and you know, you kind of want to do something else, but you don't know what the road between those two places are. And I'll tell you, it takes, it takes time. 
And I had to be different than the way my family did it because I'm not like them. So I had to do it in my way. So that's why I'm really passionate about people finding you have an authentic way to do something that's your way, nobody else's way. It's your way. And it's the way that's going to feel most happy and comfortable to you and brings you the most fulfillment, but it takes time to figure it out. Yeah, I agree with you. I think especially the structure and organization around intuitive gifts is incredibly hard because those are juxtaposing things. Intuitive gifts are part of the celestial higher realm. And then the organization and stuff is very 3D. I think. And so, oh, it's so hard for me as well. There's like millions of ideas up here and I just need help organizing them. But then the second the organization comes in, I'm not interested anymore. The structure of it all, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I feel like that's why it's important to have help and to have a partner who's maybe different than you. And it seems like, it seems like your husband has been a huge part of your business and probably helps you with the structure and the planning and all of that. You got it. Like you just know me, Jordan. Yes. Like I, I, (laughs) yeah. I have all these feelings and emotions and like, ooh, 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 and this and that. And then my husband, we joke all the time. We're completely different people, but that's good. Because he's like, oh, and he can pick out kind of the more ideas that are going to work in this realm. <laughs> and like, here, let's take that cool idea you have and make it work here. Or let's say, even with my podcast, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. That was it. It stopped there. I don't, what do I do now? I don't know. It, it was him that was like, okay, well, you make this phone call, you do this, and you do this. And you do, you know. That for me, I can't do that. I can come up with content, but I can't come up with process. And yes, it's totally what you just said. It's so conflicting to, like, to have that connection to like the 5D or that other realm and that spirit. But everything you said, I couldn't have explained it better myself. And it almost feels sometimes exhausting simplifying it to organize it here. But he does that for me. So I'm really Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell that he does a good job. And so do you with your business. And Something that really stuck out to me when I started following your work pretty closely was your Facebook group. I've never seen a Facebook group more engaged in my life. Like there will be a post and the post will have 500 comments. And then people are like, please tell me my aura color. Can you please read me? Or can you please guess me? Or can someone here tell me what you think Michaela might think I am? And I've just never seen anything like it. And I know a lot of really um, successful healers and people in this space. And I have an amazing Facebook group. But trust me when I say it is nothing like the engagement that you receive. And that's such a testament to how much you resonate with people and how much this information helps people. So how did you kind of, how did you organize it? Because there are all these different aura colors that you that you categorize and how many are there and kind of tell us just like what that's all about. Yeah. So I, my big thing is I think, cause I was, I am a teacher. Like I was a teacher and I, I don't know. I think I love to teach. I'm just teaching this now. My big thing is you have the power, you know? So my big thing is you don't have to see colors magically around people to read or as you can feel vibes. We all have our ability to do that. So my big thing is teaching people how to feel the vibe. We call ourselves aura explainers over in our group. Because we can like wear us each other pretty well. But I tell people all the time, it's not about the color, whatever. You want to be any color you want to be, go be it. You know, it's not like what I say or it's the journey is really important. So I feel like 
in like with the auras i see it the way i see it might be different than somebody else i don't know this is just how i see it i see and teach about eight main aura colors so there's red yellow green blue and purple and then there's indigo pink and turquoise and then so i don't know if you call that kind of like the ninth aura color ish and then there is something I see and I feel like it's a little woo-woo, but you're a woo-woo safe space. So we're just gonna we're gonna go there. Yeah. And it's like my star seed aura colors. And I see them as either a crystal color or like a rainbow color. And I tell people all the time, I can only give you what I get and what I see, but I don't see a ton of these star seed people, but they feel certain ways to me. And they feel like they originated like their life forms originated not on this earth plane like they're from other realms and they're coming here for like a tryout so usually these people are super kind of spacey but you know in our 3d world we'd interpret them as spacey or but they also have a really hard time understanding why there's conflict or why people just can't share or why humanity is always in conflict or whatnot and it really baffles them and they can be kind of loner-ish. But you usually when I tell someone like, oh, I see a starseed aura around you, 100% most of the time they're like, oh, totally. That makes so much sense to me. Yes. Like they know it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's me 100%. Whether it's up in the aura or not, that is me. Like my my physical body doesn't even know how to be a human because I'm just not from here. And before I even knew what that meant, my husband would say all these years ago, you're not from here. And then it became this like catchphrase hashtag that we use, not from here, because it's just such a feeling. So you're definitely in the right podcast to be talking about star seeds and star seed auras are really special. I mean, star seeds are really special. Everyone is. But I did get a bunch of questions, people saying, can there be a rainbow aura? Because I feel like a rainbow. So many people sent that in this morning and you just answered that question. When I look at you, if we could just jump right to it. So this is what I'm dying for. Yes. Okay. So you're really cool. So this is what I see on you. And you're very different than other people. Okay. So when I look at you, I see a lot of turquoise, but it's very like crystalline to me, which gives me that star CD vibe because it's like crystally sparkles, which I feel like in the 3D realm, just because you do have to exist here. Sometimes you'll like take on yellow characteristics, but very slightly. So I feel like that's the part of you that has some good vision about things or can kind of see what will work for your own practice and your own podcast kind of like down the line. I feel like you can tackle projects pretty good, but that other part, like being turquoise and then the crystal, which does have like a star CD vibe. And then turquoises in general, turquoises. Okay, I have a turquoise daughter, so I'm very passionate about this. Turquoises, I use this metaphor. Tell me if it works for you, because this is kind of what you make me feel anyways. When you look in a mirror, you see yourself. But the mirror has the power of showing you and that's what a turquoise can do when you walk away from the mirror no longer that mirror holds your image so a lot of times turquoises have this gift of showing people themselves 
and people want to look at that all day or they can fall in love with themselves in your reflection. So it's not really you. It's like how you show them you, which can be very difficult. Yes. People can hate themselves and really see some insecurities when you reflect that back to yes. them. And so they, they project it on you. Oh and my God, so yes. your ability is a turquoise to show people. And then you're doing it all kind of crystally. So you're doing it in that kind of, yeah, like uh, that otherworldly type way. Obviously in this podcast, in the spiritual realm, and just really bringing in all that stuff into it. So that's cool. But it's hard to be a turquoise because at some point you had to realize like, hey, wait a second. Sometimes people love me and sometimes people love how I reflect back to them or they're just liking parts of themselves as they see them reflected back in me or hating me, but they're not really hating me. They're hating what I've just reflected back to them. Yes. Because I feel like you're very astute at saying, I noticed it's about you or, and you're not mean. You're very just like, because because you're because turquoises I noticed are very honest people and honest about yourself <laughs> like and and so it's kind of almost innocent like oh don't you want to know this about you and like a lot of people don't <laughs> yeah they're, I'll tell someone something that's like a truth about them out of love like in a very loving gentle way and I will not hear from them for months <laughs> And I, I, I know, like, I usually don't share that information because I, I can read people's energy. Do they want to know this or do they not want to know this? But sometimes I think they do. And maybe they do, but it's, it's a little too much for people sometimes. And everything you're saying about turquoises is also my human design is a reflector. And, yeah, oh, but I don't cool. know how much you know about human design. Probably a lot. Oh, no, you don't. Okay, no, so I don't know a lot about it. It's very complicated for me. Well, it's complicated for sure. Reflectors are the 1% of the population, so very rare. We are the mirrors. And when people look at us, they are reflected back to themselves. And they love us. They hate us because they see themselves. And if you're living as an aligned reflector, then you are making people feel good about themselves. But if you are a not aligned reflector, then you might be bringing kind of a strange energy into the world because you just don't really know who you are yet. I feel like that's so what you're saying with turquoise. This is jaw-dropping. I know. Because I'll talk about balanced and imbalanced aura colors. Yeah. And so you just described like how I would describe it, how I would just, and every aura color has, you know, a shadow side. That's yeah. obvious. Like, of course. And the way I would describe an imbalanced turquoise is exactly how you're talking about it. And the way I see it is the color is just a little darker and cloudier. And those people tend to almost absorb the wrong people and then become that energy to so be very toxic or they can act out other people in the way that that other person needs the narrative to go. So you become the friend that's a certain way or whatever. And that's not you, but they need to feel victimized or they need to feel like there's a perpetrator in their life and you can become that if you're an unbalanced turquoise, if you're not as aware or they can sometimes not have their own identity and take on other people's identity. And you're like, what? Like, be you. Don't be other like that. Yes. So, that's hard that's for a reflector too. A reflector and a turquoise. It can be really tough to distinguish what's me and what's the other person because we're so sensitive. We just become the person that we're with. Like we match their energy. We also soak in all of their emotions. And then you can come home later and have no idea who, what you actually feel. 
that would be the imbalance part of it. But it also takes a lifetime, I feel, for some of us to figure out how to balance. And some days are balanced and some days are not. So it's a wild journey and it's fascinating what you're saying. And also, I just have to say this because for any possible skeptics out there, years ago, probably four years ago, someone asked you on Instagram, what's the balance blondes aura? And you said turquoise yellow. And I know you don't remember that because it was one in millions that you do. And you just said it again. And it's like, these things don't change. And your talent is true. It's, I just had to say that because I find that to be so powerful. Oh, well, thank you for what you do. Because I, I love that. Because I love that you're bringing your reflector abilities. (laughs) Because in your podcast, I noticed that People can really find the things that resonate with them. You cover a lot. You bring on a lot of different people. And I feel like you kind of have that smorgasbord of here's a lot of different stuff, but the line and the the collective line that connects it all is, you know, that authenticity and find yourself and spiritual, maybe more than this and all that. So I love that you're bringing your talent to kind of, yeah, show everyone. I feel like every time I listen to one of your podcasts, I see a part of myself I didn't see before. And that's totally your reflector, your turquoise here coming through and being like, oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Or, oh yeah, and you're so honest, you're so vulnerable. And I feel like that gives people a lot of bravery to be that way for themselves, which is a turquoise thing, which I really do appreciate. I love that. And thank you for saying that. That's my main intention with the podcast is to make people feel seen and maybe they love parts of what I share and not others. And that's kind of the whole point because there's such a range on this podcast. I saw something about turquoises that you said that they're very rare. And is that true? And because you kind of said like, you had five aura colors on one hand. I'm just watching you and you had three on the other. And I'm like, oh, those three are probably the rare ones. Turquoise, pink, and what was the other one? And indigo. Uh Uh-huh. And are those more rare? Yeah. So I think most of the people that when you go out and you're grocery shopping or you're working or you're just doing your thing, most people are, are, and everyone's two aura colors for the most part. So most of the people that you probably know in your life are some combination of the first five I said, that red, yellow, green, purple. I think that's what I said. Yeah. Some combination of those five. But you know, I bet a lot of your listeners are the rare aura colors because honestly, turquoise attracts turquoise. Like that's the thing. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are turquoise. I'm really excited to even do this because like, I feel like, I always feel like I give, t- I joke. I'm like, I'm sorry, turquoise this because sometimes I'll forget to mention their aura color. And I live with the turquoise. That's the thing. And I feel like I'm, I'm learning about them every day because my seven-year-old's one and the stuff she says to me is so crazy. And I've learned to like, take a step back and be like, okay, she just turquoise me. What happened? Because <gasps> she'll, She'll say stuff to me all the time. It's so she doesn't even know how deep she is or profound. And it's such a turquoise thing to do. Yes. Um, It's like the other day, I didn't share this with anybody. It's just really funny. Oh, I got some, I got this like amazing opportunity. Okay. And I and I was just talking to my husband Scott about it. I'm like, oh my God, how am I gonna go back to regular life? This is so cool. Oh, like and I was like, man, this is such an amazing opportunity. I don't know what I'm gonna do after this, man. You know, it's almost and then my daughter who's listening, she's like, why do you, why do you love something so much that you hate it? 
And I'm like, <gasps> I was like, and I was like, oh my God, because I'm approaching it that this is a limited experience and my abundance is limited in this moment. She just called me out on it. And, she and turquoise like, oh. you. She turquoise me. Wow. She's, <laughs> I, oh, she's special. I, everyone should live with a turquoise. Yes. Like a lot of truth bombs in a good way. Yes. What you said about forgetting to mention turquoises too sometimes is so my life. Like, also, it's a reflector life. I'll be listening to a podcast about human design and it'll be like all the types. And then it's like, well, reflectors, you know, there's just not that many of you. And then they just don't talk about it. I can find it funny because I'm pretty confident and I'm just like, you know, it's fine. But I see how it's, you know, for a more, I don't want to say unaligned, but for someone, you know, even new to this stuff, it's actually kind of, that. Like we deserve our own episode when it comes to podcasts and all that stuff, or I'll be like noticing something. And I heard you say in one of your podcasts that like people will talk over turquoises all the time. And so I think that's why I love my podcast so much because I have my listeners and they love what I say. Because sometimes in daily life, literally I'm talking and someone will bulldoze over me. And I'm like, what is, I know I have a, I have a strong enough personality that that shouldn't be happening all the time, but it does. So that's my aura, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah. It's so funny you say that. I noticed that with turquoises and it becomes like this pet peeve. And I see it happen. Like they'll just be telling a story and somebody will just like walk in and be like, so it's for dinner. Like it's like, he, she's talking, you know, let her finish or let her just, it's almost like you're invisible. Because, yeah. and it's interesting because the aura itself, the way I see turquoise auras, especially when they're very, I mean, I call it like, they're kind of like water. Like you look like water, Mediterranean kind of the water kind of vibes like that. So I think just the energy itself can be a little bit watery or a little bit kind of just, oh, just move it around. Or if people get that impression, they can manipulate you or make you, but water is very strong and water sticks and water doesn't go anywhere water wears you down eventually so it's just kind of interesting because it kind of correlates with the shape of the aura yeah yeah we're like the wave of the ocean we will crash down on you because sometimes when it comes to like my husband or my parents I'm like do not interrupt me you need to listen to me and they're you know they're all scared of me which I love I mean I'm joking but not really because I do have a really strong personality most people wouldn't know that though because I'm so gentle and most of the time when people interrupt me or do any of those other turquoise reflector interactive things, I just let them do it because I actually don't really care that much. And I I can see people's energy and I can see that they need to be heard. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm a very old soul. I've done this, you know, a lot of times I'll just listen because I feel like a grandmother. I'm just very old in my soul, my body. But when it comes to my family, my inner circle, I want to be heard for sure. So I that's feel awesome. what I love saying. that you say that. I, I, and we call my seven-year-old Bubby. My husband's side family is Jewish, so they call it grandma's Bubby. We call her Bubby. And it's funny you said like I'm an old grandma because that's how she is too. And we're so scared of her, honestly. Like we are like, no, she's so sweet. But when she brings it, it's like I love her. What's her name? I need to meet her Abby. one day. Abby, Abby. Abby. what a cutie. Yes. One what day. A, yes. <laughs> So tell us about the pinks and the, why do I keep forgetting the other one that was red? Oh, indigo. Yeah. Yeah. So indigos, I guess like, well, okay. So I always call them like the empath auras. So it's like, or, you know, highly sensitive, or whatever. I feel like a lot of these words get hijacked a little bit. I don't know. That's what we have. That's the vocab we have. But like indigos, turquoises, blues, and purples, I would call like the empath auras, just in varying degree. 
Greece or whatever. Indigo, different than turquoise because I feel like turquoises, although they do need their own time, they might not notice it as much as like indigos notice it. So they're kind of more, they have like a boundary around them. You can feel it with them. So they are really compassionate givers. They can only work like one-on-one with people. So I see them oftentimes like a therapist for one person, like a reading specialist or something like that. They have to work with uh, quality, not quantity. So they can't handle large volumes of people and they don't like, they'll make themselves into things like we all do, but like they can't handle big parties. It's just too much energy for them. And they need to kind of go to alone spaces to heal. So they are a lot like turquoises. I just feel like they have more of an ability to draw like an outline around themselves than turquoises have yeah, the ability to we do. don't have yeah. that. We <laughs> turquoise and reflectors, we don't have that. But and you're yeah. you're an indigo, correct? I am. Okay, yes. so that's a good example of an indigo. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like one of the strengths of indigo people, and I mean any or every, there's no spiritual hierarchy. Obviously, like we're all uh, that's my big thing. Every oracle is so special, and yeah. I try to see why. But just I think the cool thing about indigos is you can really step into somebody else, and once you're aware of it, it's so powerful. But you can really step into other people. And, and come back with information about it. That's why a lot of indigos tend to be, like I said, therapists, or they kind of go into somebody else's mindset and come back with, okay, here's your plan for that. Cause I kind of understand how you're thinking mm-hmm. and they can organize it or speak to it or whatever. So, so that's what I do in my readings. Like I'll, I'll step into some energy and come back with, okay, here's your patterns. Here's the things that need to be fixed. Or here's here's kind of like the agreement you made at this age and it's still affecting you today. Oh, wow. oh my or God. Or the trauma, you know, because so there's always like connections. And so I think indigos can kind of make those connections. I mean, all auras, colors, candidates, I think. It's- yeah. And is this related to indigo children, quote unquote? We know about these special children coming to the planet, very star seedy. Is that a relationship? Is that the same? Yeah, well, I, I, no, it's fine. I talked about this because I feel like, oh, and I'm so bad because I, I show my homework. I, who is some, a woman came up with that term. And I always feel bad when I don't remember people's names, but a woman came up with that term. And everything she described describes to me like empath children or starseed children. Or I guess, like, it, see, to me, it's not just the indigos because I feel like starseed kids are like that or turquoise kids are like that too. Like, yeah. I feel like it's a, it, yeah, it's, it's more kind of like not just the indigo. Yeah, they also say crystal children. And I've I've, okay. heard, I've heard a lot of terms these days. Well, like you said, there's a lot of labels. It's like the HSPs and the crystal children. And <laughs> it's actually, we are all, maybe we're all just, you know, star seeds and we have that lingo, but it's really hard to kind of describe. It is. And I feel like what she's, I love that she brought this up because it brought kind of an awareness to children in that we don't have to, give them the same 3D constructs that we all had. And so I feel like since that, kids have been really focused on in different ways and maybe more mental health and more kind of like, what are you? I mean, obviously there's a lot of things lacking, but I feel like it is, I feel like she was talking about almost like the collective consciousness awakening of let's take this innocent energies and let's not sully them too much like that and and I feel like that came from her teachings and that came from what she was saying I feel like they were carrying the new wave of thought the new thought waves and the new transformations that we're seeing now 
I agree. And I think as a mother, as a new mother, I'm so grateful for those teachings. And I actually, I need to read up on the whole indigo children thing, but I'm just familiar with the concept. I love thinking about how special these children are coming into the world. And I'm sure you see it in the auras because I know they're coming to the planet to be such healers. And it's it's definitely made me step up as a person to be a mother to like a special starseed child. I love children. I love reading kids' auras because they're so dancing and floating and they can change a little bit too, but they definitely come into our world with such an authentic vibe. And I feel like as a parent, we, when, when you're dealing with children at all, they trigger you in good ways and in bad ways. And those triggers are so important because it's really supposed to heal you. Yeah. So I feel like when you're, you're such an aware parent, so it's something that I had to learn and it's something like you already you're like ahead of the game because you said you're like an old soul. So you can't, but it's like, well, wait a second. This may be uncomfortable. What does it say about me and my upbringing? And what is it like? It's just immediate. If you can do that, not nobody's perfect, but it can change so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good tip. And tell us about pinks before I forget. Oh, pink people. Okay. I love pink people. Okay. So pink auras are kind of like children or how we describe children. They're a little innocent and they like to live in their imaginary joy bubble. You know, they're kind of like those kids that if you play wrong, you can't play with them. Like that's not how we're playing. That don't, there's a rule here. Like kids are kind of like that. They just stay that way forever. And society kicks the pink out of people. So I'll see a lot of pink kids and not a lot of pink adults. So when I see a pink adult, it's really sad. So when I see a pink adult, I'm like, oh, you did it. (laughs) Yeah. That's so great. Because they held on to their ability to see the world that they want to see. Now, it's not an escapism. Like our greedy world, we call it naive or foolish or detaching or selfish or whatever. They just like the world the way they like it. So, I mean, there are people who, I mean, when it's their birthday, they're planning the whole thing. It's super cute. Or how they help other people or heal a friend that's going through something. Come on, I'm taking you to a movie night. It's like all in or each day we got all the floaties and we got all the fun snacks. It's like they really make a joyful, perfect moment out of everything. And they love it. And that's how they heal. And I call it their joy bubble and they like to live in there. And that's just them. And they don't, they know what's going on outside of it. They just don't appreciate people breaking their joy bubble. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I feel like it fits the color pink. The color pink <laughs> is very whimsical and fun. And also kind of, there's something very, well, I don't, I don't know why, but like, it reminds me of like a little kid, but like maybe because every little girl's favorite color is pink, but it does. It's very youthful and yeah. that matches for sure. Yeah, I call it like Disney, like well, Princess Pink. Yeah, or, that's what it makes me think of. If you're a little boy, I like Peter Pan. It has like a pink vibe to yeah. me. Like that, just like, just really throwing yourself in the fantasy, like 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the other five, which are the more common types. And I feel like when you say like, I'm a turquoise yellow and you're an indigo purple, I feel like, you know, maybe everyone has like one of those more common colors. Just give us like a super brief kind of rundown of each of those. 
So reds are your direct, assertive, like take charge leaders. You're going to see them in, in the police force or small business owners or things like that. Blues are just your natural, empathic, compassionate caregivers. Think like nurses and teachers. Yellows are, and you you just borrow yellow, I think, just to get through life. But you're I like, think so. yeah, you're just like, I'll take it today. Yeah. Yellows are your organized, super curious. I mean, you're curious. They have uh, multitaskers, really into self-improvement, but they tend to handle projects better than the rest of us. Like they don't get as overwhelmed. Purples are creative, intuitive rebels, kind of have that spontaneous vibe, usually artistic in some way. Greens are logical, intellectual, detail-oriented thinkers who just love a challenge. They're usually into science and nature and things like that. Tech, they got engineer brains. Oh, we talked about turquoises. Yeah, and then indigos and pinks. Yeah. I love it. I mean, they all do sound really fun. Like they all sound really special. And when you say that each one, it has its special qualities, that's so true. I feel that way about human design and astrology. And then when it comes to astrology, which is my other love, do you ever see any links between astrology and auras? Like there's a lot of... I mean, I've been trying. I mean, I need somebody to actually do that. I, like, will, I will do that. I will do okay, that. Thank you, I'll, I'll use the yellow that I borrow from the universe too, because I'm obsessed with these patterns. And I recently became obsessed with the correlations between human design and astrology. Like I'm a Libra and I'm a reflector and I'm, I'm always trying to like see which type of person is born at what time of year. However, it's not always linear and it's like really not linear at all, but I still like seeing the patterns and so that brings me to what is your, what is your sun sign? What's your zodiac? I'm, I'm an Aries. I don't identify with it at all. Really? Do you do astrology? Yeah. Well, yeah. I forget my, my moon and my others. Hang on. Look it I up. Should, we got to know. should know this. Okay. No, it's yeah, amazing. I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Check it out. I'm really, the way that I work is if I don't see it and it doesn't, like if I have to learn something, it's probably not going to happen for me. Like yeah. I have to just like it, it like my spirit inherent. guides, yeah, and my spirit guides are the ones that are always like shoving the information. I'm like, thanks, guys, because like I don't. <laughs> like, I get it. Okay. I mean, you have your talents and your gifts, so that makes sense. That's it. Like I focus, I specialize. Oh my gosh, where do I go to find this? I'm so sorry. Do you have an app like CoStar or anything or no? Okay, so, so you'll just just send it to me later. Like we'll have okay. just email Literally. it over to me. I'll okay. put it in the intro because everyone's gonna want to know, especially me at the oh, most. Yeah. But you're an Aries, so you're a fire yeah. sign, and yeah. I'm sure if you don't relate to being an Aries, then your moon and your rising is probably more mellow, like maybe Earth or water or air, because Aries yeah, is one such is a Virgo. fire sign. I okay, I see that. I could see. That. Okay, mm-hmm. and I forgot the other one. Yeah. Well, we'll check it out. That makes sense. Okay. You could be more right. Virgo-y. Maybe you're a Virgo moon and you're grounded <laughs> versus that Aries, like fire, passionate, strong-headedness. I, yeah. Whenever I read my Aries words, I'm like, no, no one yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom's an Aries and it's all her. So yeah. it's so funny how it works out. But I know it has to do with my, my rising. My, you know. It does. It does. Yeah. Yes. So I'm dying to know. I sent you those photos of my husband and my son Atticus. We gotta know what are their what are their auras. Your husband is possibly one of my fave combos. So he's green indigo. So this is why I get on him. Feels very emotional to me. Like and and gender always affects these things because we're human and all that. But like I get with Matt, he's a very concerned person with how well he's 
doing in life, like putting out his energy or being like conscientious about himself and, and what he's leaving behind. And when I look at it, he feels like such a wonderful support person for you. But I also get yours. You support each other because you guys have such a nice just energy link between the two of you. Because I get that he brings that structure to you because he's bringing to you. So I get him bringing kind of like more the structure, the ideas of when you're getting emotional or you're getting kind of turquoise on him or a star CD on him. He could be like, okay, let's, let's, I don't know, let's, let's bring this to the bulletin board. Let's, let's organize. That's us. He feels like a great sounding board. He's like, let's listen, let's figure it out. Solutions and he's calm. And he feels very chill, but I feel like there's another part of him that you help him too. Cause I feel like he'll get a lot of downloads of emotions sometimes. Yeah. And I don't, maybe he doesn't always know where to put it. Cause sometimes green people, when they get too much emotion, which is like there's green and they're usually logic based and indigo is like super emotional based. So they can, they can conflict sometimes. So him being so calm and, and fine with other people's problems and this and that, when he's getting his own flood of stuff. I feel like you're there to be like, it's okay to feel messy sometimes, or it's okay to feel disorganized, or this is the process. And this is, this is what, cause you're, you know, you're turquoise. So you're used to all the feelings all the time. So like you can help him steady himself and, and get back to feeling more in control or in balance or whatever. But like him as a dad, it's like, cause him pregnant. Oh, <laughs> when you, when you're pregnant <laughs> exactly. When you're pregnant, could you send me this beautiful picture of you and him and you're pregnant? Yeah. He's, got the more he's very indigo with green but then in the picture where he's holding little Atticus that's the name right Atticus. yeah Atticus that. thank you he's still the green and indigo and maybe it's just lack of sleep or something but he also to me he's got a little red on him so Ooh. I wonder so if this is a read like a I'd be like is he feeling a little overly responsible or is he having his own moments where he's like, Oh, am I doing enough? Am I providing enough? Am I creating enough? Am I like, I feel like he's so sweet that he's going into his own self and trying to hash out any faults that he has. I feel like yeah. he can be a little too hard on himself yeah. that way. And then he can wear like that little inauthentic red. Cause I feel like he can get a little tough on himself or whatever. Yeah. But he's it's very hard on himself. Yeah. And I feel that he's like, Oh, I just want to be the best person, but he, that's what we do, right? We'll, we'll attack ourselves and find all our faults and then just want to eradicate them instead of work on them. And I feel like with him, I guess the biggest thing I get is his emotion and his need and his love and his need to be the best version of himself for you too is so strong that it can overwhelm his heart. And then he can lose, lose focus for a moment with his green vision, but he'll come back. He's yeah. Fine. No, that yeah. makes so much sense that you see that red in him, like hold it. Cause I sent you the photo of him and Atticus yeah. because after Atticus was born, I mean, Jonathan, he does everything. Like he does all the night feedings. He takes care of me. He takes care of Atticus and I take care of Atticus a lot as well. But Jonathan, he's like the doer and I'm the star seed. So that's kind of how we are. And I see that with yeah. you with you and your husband as well when I listen to your podcast. So it can burn him out a little bit, Jonathan, because he's a generator in human design and generators. They can do everything for everyone, but then they get very burnt out. And they almost get resentful subconsciously because they're like, I'm doing everything, but they're also like offering to do everything. So... I have to step in and be like, let's take care of your heart. You are a very sensitive person. You're a Pisces moon. He has this indigo. You know, let's have a day for you. And why don't you go to sleep and all that kind of stuff. I have to be really on top of that because um, otherwise he's just go, go, go and very capable. 
and also green, you know, very analytical and he can, he can do it. He has a lot of space to hold for everyone with work and with his whole family, with our family, but it's a lot, it's a lot to be that person. Yeah, it's a lot. And especially when you're such a good person, like, I feel like we all can relate to that too. When we're, we have some sort of challenge presented to us and it really hits us in a different way than we thought it would. And I think like babies definitely do. Now you'll feel fine. Like, okay, I'm a mom, you know, like that, like you feel like probably because of your star seediness and your own soulness. And of course you're feeling all the regular things people feel, but I feel like you have this kind of perspective thing. It's just a vibe off of you. Just kind of like, it's all okay. Like, it's just kind of like, this is just how it goes. And I don't feel like things scare you as much if you that, that, as they do other people. Yeah, they don't and, scare me at all. Like, yeah. things don't scare me at all. <laughs> I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid. I'm just, right. I wasn't afraid of the pain of labor until it actually happened. Then it hurt. But yeah, I just don't have those same fears most of the time. It's true. And I think it's because of that starseed nature. Like, I signed up for this. And I've been waiting to be a mom. And I love it. And it's just like, it's time. I've, I feel it. Like, I feel how time doesn't exist and how I've already done this before. So you're tapping into that for sure. I love that. No, because it's such like a, a good mama yeah. vibration off of you. And you just feel like very connected to your baby too. So it's, and we're all connected to our baby, but I think like it's, there's something with that communication. I mean, look at the little Atticus because he's yeah, so, I'm, I mean, he's little, but I, I like to read baby vibes. Sometimes they don't, he's so blue. Like he has a blue little aura, but that can definitely change. But he's so alert and he's just a little nugget, but he's so how how old did you say he is? So now he's almost seven months. But the picture oh, okay. the picture I sent you, I think, was very newborn. I'm pretty sure if I send let me look picture. at your social media. Yeah, there's a picture of him from the weekend, like up kind okay. of on my social oh. media that I just posted. Right, let's, look let's look at that. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my god, he's so cute. All right. So when I look at Atticus, you know, it's crazy though because even in that tiny little infant picture, he's so alert and like present and observational and very in this one it's kind of the same thing he just feels like he's very confident with you which I'll just get that thing when moms it's like you just follow his rhythm so you can Mm -hmm. read all the books and listen to all the advice but at the end of the day you're like "Mm, but I always follow my intuition first it's my baby and I feel like he knows that about you so there's no barrier between the two of you because you're just you're going to do what's right for the two, you know, if nap yes. isn't happening today, whatever, or if it's an hour later, whatever, you're hungry now, even though you just ate, whatever, you know, That's you're going to so do. true. Yeah. So me. <laughs> like, eh, we'll figure it out. And then, so he's, he just feels like very comfortable with you because he knows you get it. Yeah. And that's just an energy communication thing. So you guys talk mm-hmm. all the time. I and mean, he does feel connected to both you and your husband, like so strong. So he just feels like a very confident little empath baby but very because he's such a deep blue very sensitive to other people's emotions and it's your first baby and I read a lot of different babies and I've had two babies they're very different it's weird because you have them you're like why are you so different um he is different because I get with him and maybe I don't know if you've noticed this yet because it feels like it's not like you're used to handing him over to people to hold or whatever but I feel like with him He's like, you know, I feel like he can sense when someone's a little bit like off or something's going on. And I feel like 
strong emotion can make him feel strong emotion. So there's like major attentiveness to other people's emotions and then like reactions from him to them or interest or just like like that. Yeah. Is he very is he very much like sensitive to other people? Like if somebody's crying, like other kids are crying, he's like, what's going on? Or like, is he like that? Yeah. Well, he's very sensitive to other people's emotions for sure. Like that was one of the first things I noticed about him when we would go out and about, even when he was a newborn, he seemed much happier when we would get home. But now he's very social. I mean, he, oh my God, he's so social and he loves everyone. But I notice because he loves everyone, I have to notice to this deeper degree of when he like really genuinely loves and bonds with someone. And then he lights up and he squeals when he sees them. He feels that way about his nanny, Karina. And then we have this woman, Erin, help us in the night sometimes. And he he just like idolizes and adores them. And he's, <laughs> he's also that way with both of my parents. And so I'm seeing like, this is Atticus's excitement when he sees someone that he's elated to be with. And the energy feels good. And he's a mind reader. So even, even our nanny, she's like, he's psychic. Like we just are telepathic all the time. That's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah like that telepathy. Kind yeah, of. exactly. Really good at throwing his communication out there and energy waves. Yeah. But like when he makes eye contact with someone, he's never not smiled at someone. I swear since he was born and people are like, that's not real. And I'm like, no, that's my child. <laughs> and now that he's so older, people it's are like, constant. It's gas. And you're like, no, that's it's not. Everyone's favorite phrase. I'm like, just meet him. Just see. I have nothing to prove, but he's perfect. <laughs> he's perfect. So he's blue. Wow. Yeah, I but he can that. change. He's so little. You yeah. try to look at kids when they're like three. Well, we'll, then we'll have to do that. Yeah, you'll have to do that. We'll have to do that when he gets a little older. Oh, but like, you, you will be hearing from me. That's for sure. <laughs> because he, to me, I don't know. He's not going to lose his empathiness. We'll just see what... Sometimes you start off at blue, kind of like eyes. Like you'll start off with the blue eyes and then move on. But he might start off at blue and then go turquoise or might go indigo. Yeah. They might just stay blue, but like... That makes a ton of sense. I want to ask you some of the audience questions because people yeah. are elated to hear these from you. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Well, sticking with, do you do um animal auras? Oh, I read, okay. So animals, I love doing pet readings. It is like my favorite thing to do, but they don't have auras like we do. Okay. Interesting. Because people wanted to know Hudson, my first child, my cat, he's seven, but okay. They don't have auras like we do. But that I can look sense. at them if he's on here. I mean, he should be all over my social <laughs> I know, media. Right? Like, Lately, I haven't, but I have a photo of him. Because it's all the baby. What if I hold it up to here? Like, I'll go like this and I'll hold it up and see if you can see his face. I took this this morning. Okay. My I'm head. better and I have to zoom in. You Let can DM it to me or something. Oh, I'll DM it to you right now. Yeah, That's DM perfect. it. That's perfect. Okay, so Hudson, so animals don't talk. Obviously, they send energy, but I love reading animals because they kind of give me, they're so truthful and honest and they, they can do such, I mean, tools in a reading. Think, oh, this is going on in the house or whatever. Okay. So Hudson comes through so sweet. I feel like he doesn't exactly know how to help, but he's been trying to help with the baby. So I get, get this feeling of like, okay, like maybe do or and in his cat mind, he's like, okay, should I do this? Should I do this? So, but I feel like he's also like really insecure. He's like, I don't know, like that. So I get him eager, but at the same time, like, I don't know what to do. He doesn't, here's this though. This is good. Usually I'll get, especially with a new baby, dogs, cats, whatever. They're always like 
slighted by the new baby. He's not at all. I feel like you've been doing a really good job making sure he feels loved still and part of the process. He just doesn't exactly know where to, you know, step in all the time. Yeah. It's just funny. You nailed it. He's a little trier. He's trying. I mean, he definitely considers himself like a second father to Atticus. He tells me that telepathically and he told me through our animal communicator. And I sense that he doesn't really know what to do exactly. Like he's very cautious around the baby and he doesn't get super close because he knows that he's supposed to be gentle, but he's also really curious. So like when we're all sleeping, he'll get really close to Atticus and just stand over him. Like they will be nose to nose. And I watch it happening. And I think Hudson thinks I'm asleep or something, but I see it. But like when we're all awake, he's kind of like, you can, you can deal with the crying baby, but he supervises everything. And he supervises. Yeah. When our nanny started, Hudson was supervising her and she was laughing. She's like, he won't let me out of his sight. And I'm like, yeah, because he's the protector. That's his baby. And he's like, yeah, he, he loves you so much. So anything that's yours is his. And poor Jonathan, though, I feel like he's kind of third wheel to Hudson's thought and whole thing. Like, it's like, <laughs> I know. And the baby is like, oh, yeah, he's around. And poor Jonathan. That's how cats are, though. They're just I know. Like, totally. Yeah. Well, me, me and Hudson are soulmates. And that's just true. But also, Jonathan and Hudson are soulmates. And Jonathan came into Huddy's life. I already had Huddy. They're soulmates. They're they play like they're two little kids together. It's so cute. And yeah. now they're like little bros. They're my like boys. <laughs> All my boys. So the next, boys. the next question is where does someone begin? Like how can they look up their own aura color or tune into their own color? I've made it basically my life mission just to, just to like just hop on over and stay a while at Mystic Michaela because I'm telling you, like I'm always finding new ways to explain it to you so you can read the vibe of yourself and others and learn your aura and, and help other people's out and, and or explain them. So, I mean, you can come over to my, that's what, that's where I put everything. Cause I've been doing this so long. I've personified colors with my own experiences and everything. So I've put together so much information that is really geared so that you could come to it and read through it or listen or however you want to and just be like, okay, that, that sounds like me. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So so you can just do that. And then once you get the hang of it, it just it's like a language. Like once you kind of pick it up, then you're then you can just talk it very easily and then just start explaining. Like you got it right away. Yeah. You know, like you can pick it up pretty quick and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's just, you just associate it with how it makes people feel. Yeah. And then yeah. That's no what, wonder you were a Spanish teacher because now you're teaching a new language of auras. I took your I took your BuzzFeed quiz this morning just for anybody else who's like wanting to take some kind of quiz to figure it out. And I did get turquoise. So that was quite accurate. Let's see here. Somebody said she's been doing so many cool projects. Any daydreams or new things we can look out for from Michaela? I, did, I just got finished writing my second book the psychic workbook and it's again (laughs) teaching I basically took every single like nuanced thing I could think of when I do a reading and stuck it in a book and there's 40 exercises so just for example like energetically reading a picture and I really link it to what's happening in you when you're looking at a picture so that 
you can understand that feelings and things or signs or anything that you get are actually psychic messages. And so that's my new project. I'm really excited about that because I want people to tap into their own ability to read energy however you're comfortable doing that. I love it. I'm excited about that. Someone asked, can aura colors be hereditary? You know, I... In my own non-scientific or research, I don't know. <laughs> so it's, I usually find it more of like a joke from spirit. Like you'll get the kid or the dad or the mom that's so not what you asked for, but exactly what you needed. Uh-huh. So I see it more kind of like that. And, and you'll see the patterns, for example, and she'll never listen to this so I can talk about it. My, my husband's mom is red purple. and the amount of women I see enter his life that give him problems that are red purple is hysterical to me, including my eldest daughter, my mom, and like all these people that he's had reoccurring like confrontations or issues with or like whatever, like, oh my God, it, it's such a challenge for him. And I feel like that's how it really is. Like spirit will give you something until you can digest it. Like a certain yes. energy. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I feel that. So deeply. I bet my dad's a turquoise because he's a reflector. And so like, I I know we share this. It's got to be at least one of his aura colors. Someone asks, eating and nutrition for your aura color, is there a way to optimize? Is that like something that you've ever looked into? That's fascinating. I want to now. I, you know, I'll get things like with turquoises, for example, since we're on that subject, have to be so careful about food sensitivities. So I get like turquoises having like just really odd food sensitivities and having to be very careful about chemicals, just like being absorbent to other people's energies. It's like being absorbent to everything. Like you can catch diseases quicker. You can, you can get autoimmune situations quicker. You know, you, you can get bad reactions to chemicals in your lotion quicker and, and, and your foods and things like that. So I get more increased sensitivity to these things based on your aura colors. I would say turquoises are at the top of that list. <laughs> that would, is like, the story in, of yeah. my life. Like you're oh, describing okay. me 100%. And that's just the, yeah, the sensitivity thing. I thought it would be fun because I know I've seen you do this on Instagram where you will read a celebrity and say what their aura color is. So I'm just sure. going to throw out a couple people. Okay. So Justin Bieber. Oh, Justin Bieber. So Justin is purple green but he's so much more purple than green which happens sometimes and then i feel like i mean for justin just be so purple greens tend to be extremely like passionate and fast-paced and artistic but the combination can make them a little bit volatile so i feel like his white really yellow does a lot of help with that with mm-hmm. him like mm-hmm. let's calm down let's take a break let's do that and it seems like they are taking a break now which is really important but I feel like he needed that balance because he'll just go like a hundred percent like zero to 60 in no time yeah. and that's how green purples are they like live hard they ride hard they hit the wall hard too. yeah I think that um, definitely yeah. took place Kim yeah. Kardashian she's pink oh that's a good pink she's one. pink yeah. she's pink wow. and then Sometimes, sometimes I'll see her be pink yellow. She like she'll borrow. Sometimes I'll see her be pink blue. Sometimes you know pink. So I get with her that she's a lot, and pinks can be very stubborn, but also a little passive about it. So like when people call them out on being stubborn, they're like, 
I can't hear you like that. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like that a little mm-hmm. bit like kids are like somebody talking and like, so she can do that. She can shut it down and then stay in her joy bubble, which is probably the only way I think you could live like that. Like you or me would be like, Oh my God. Like that's, I can't even imagine what her life is like yeah. with so much, so many people caring, Absolutely. so many people watching, but she can like shut it out or something. And, and, and just step out of it. Although sometimes I think it does bother her, like the kids and whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Kanye. Kanye was my next question. What's his? He's green purple too. He but is? he's like, he's more green than purple. And sometimes I think like they might have diagnosis or something. And that's like a whole separate thing. Yeah. No, I hear you. He definitely seems to be going through a lot or was. Yeah. I love him. You know, he's like, he's so off the wall, but okay. Green, green, purple. You know, they get attention. You know, they all do. Like you, they get it. We're talking about them. You know, Uh, yeah, they get attention. That makes sense. They sure do. And then they get negative attention. They get positive attention. They get attention. Yeah. What about Britney Spears? She's pink too. She's, she's so such pink. a pink, actually. Yeah, that's, right. That's, she's a little, yeah. She she kept that innocence. I mean, it seems. Yeah. She's so her pink. Just in, like anything could be going on in our world and her Instagram. It's just like what she did today or whatever, which is such a pink yeah. or a person or her own thing going on or whatever. I feel like the difference between her and Kim is like, I feel like Kim had a mom, a mom that yeah. armature who is purple red. It's her name, Chris. Chris, and, you know, Chris she, Jenner. Yeah. I was going to so ask. She's purple red and purple red. I mean, that's like JLo too. Like, so they get it done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when anytime Kim was slipping, which is what I think happened with her and Kanye, there was like family intervention or like, all right, we're yeah, popping your joy bubble that. to get you back on track, you know? And I don't know. If, obviously we know now, but you did not have a great support system around her that did things yeah. like that for her. So she was kind of, Lost and have had to find yeah, way. I know that's it is Britney's it's, it's hard husband. I'm hard. ready for Britney's tell all because she will have an incredible memoir. But I admire her so much. I know I that you watch Real Housewives. I've heard this on your podcast, and you've been on, right? Were you on the Real Housewives? Yeah, I was on Real Housewives of Orange County a while ago. Oh, I just, yeah. I actually. Yeah, I remember yeah, it. I, I watched it. You wait. Let me remember <laughs> whose house you came okay. to. You came to Megan's house. Yes. I watched <laughs> it. Yes. Oh my god. So. Excuse me. I want to ask you about some of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because I know you watched that one. Mm-hmm. Erica, Erica Girardi. Well, she's purple yellow. And, you know, I mean, it's such a disappointment. <laughs> I think with purple, uh, with on her being purple yellow, the big thing is like, just show that you're sorry about it. Right. Like, you know, just show that and she is so stuck like she's going to refuse to do that purples can be very self-destructive when they're in a bad spot I see so that's that. the unbalance yeah and she's so unbalanced purple that she won't even she's almost using the situation to make her public opinion of herself worse and worse and worse it's not that hard to just be remorseful yeah, and say, say sorry. that. I know. Yeah. She's kind even of if you didn't do it. Right. Yeah. Even if you, you just be who, I mean, I would, you know, if my husband did of that, and I had nothing to do with it. I feel terrible. And I say that to everybody. So it's, I think that's her problem, but being yellow, I, her shade of yellow, is something I call, I told you so yellow. Oh, and I love this. The shade, like, their oh, shade. Their shade. And I call it, I told you so yellow. 
And that's a yellow or a person, again, very unbalanced, where their life is only what they say it is. So they can't mm. handle any challenge of what they have constructed their life to be because they're honestly deep down too insecure to handle their yeah. emotions. Yeah, so that I just, totally makes yeah. sense. So she's a hot mess, but that's what I get on. Yeah. What about Kyle Richards? Oh, Kyle. Kyle's very purple blue. So, I mean, I think just seeing her, she definitely knows what the drama is and she definitely knows like what's going on. She knows how to stir the pot. Oh, she does. And that's so perfect. Like she knows exactly where to stir it, where to touch it, where to like, oh, here. And how to stay out of it a little bit. So I love when she gets called out on that. Like when Lisa calls her out on it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Well, that was iconic. Yeah. <laughs> and I think all of us dog lovers were watching that puppy gate thing. Like, yeah, I don't care. I only care about the dog. Like, you know, I think. 100%. 100%. I'm like, what happened to Lucy Lucy, Apple Juicy, the dog? <laughs> oh my God, you're, you're such a fan. I'm a diehard. Like, this is something that I that my listeners know about me. I okay. am so spiritual. I don't live on this planet. But I love reality TV, specifically Bravo, specifically Housewives. But I really like Beverly Hills, Utah, and Orange County. What about Jen Shaw? (gasps) She's purple red. She's like, he's purple, man. And that's the thing. Purples always end up on reality TV. So like anybody you're probably watching is most likely purple on reality TV. Because I think that's like one of the few aura colors that can handle it but yeah she's purple red you know I think she just actually pleaded guilty finally I know I saw that I I my mom sent me that we are like always messaging about these shows I saw that I can't wait to see what happens with that whole trial I find it interesting that even though they I think Jen Shaw if you're like us and you actually like read into it <laughs> she's actually super guilty like if you read allegedly like she did all these things and right. truly like her information seems a lot more concrete even than Erica's, honestly. Yeah, I think so but too. what is it about Jen that people, I mean, people are not happy with her for sure, but I feel like Erica gets a heck of a lot more hate than I Jen know, does. which is interesting because Erica was kind of like a byproduct of what her husband yeah. did, but Jen did these things, or so it and seems, aura. and now she pleaded that's, guilty. That's aura, yeah, you're right. That's aura stuff because like Erica being so yellow in that, no, that didn't happen. Do, 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 like refusing versus Jen, even though she's doing a total lip service, I'm sure. I'd be like, I didn't, I feel so good. I would never. It's like, I don't know. Like there's something about that makes her more sympathetic. Yeah. Something. And she's been so, really emotional and she's had breakdowns yeah. and she's like, I right. need my friends and right. this whole thing. And yeah, two totally different approaches. I actually yeah. feel like your gift of aura reading would be really helpful in solving like investigations and crimes, like true crime, because we're kind of talking about that, these like ongoing trials and investigations. You can kind of see the underlying truth in people's energy, which is so cool. I think forensic psychologists are probably energy readers yeah. and are, are empathic, intuitives for sure, especially the ones that have to get into people's mindsets mm-hmm. to understand like what their next move is going to be or what their psychology behind their their things that they do are. So I feel like there's more of us out there. Than yeah. Than they know. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh my gosh, this, I could talk to you all day. I could list off every celebrity. I could talk to you about 5D, star seeds, auras, your family, like all of this is so fun. So you definitely have to come back on. This will be the first of many now that we finally made it happen. 
Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much for having me. Tell everyone where they can find you. All right, you can find me on Instagram at Mystic Michaela, and my podcast is Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. And your Facebook group is the most like popping off <laughs> Facebook group I've ever seen in my life. So if people are on fun. Facebook, they should check it out. <laughs> yeah, we have fun on there. So much fun. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. This was incredible. I could literally talk to you all day. Thank you thank so much, you. Jordan. Give thank Atticus you. a little squeeze for me. So sweet. Same with you and Abby, my turquoise girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, my love. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys.